Hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of Nine of the Heel Games Podcast. I'm your host, Nine, and my co-host, Gino, a.k.a. The Heel. And we'll be talking about, well, not too many topics this week because it's been a slow week. In fact, it's been such a slow month that we've been trying to scavenge and find things to talk about. So hopefully <laughs> this episode will be really interesting. So we got a couple things to talk about. Number one, I got to follow up with my Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind DLC. And uh, man, that is is I have a lot to say, and, and it's not positive, unfortunately. So, Gino, do you know much about the Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC? Not a whole lot besides what we talked about. Um, I knew that you had said it was $40. Um, once you kind of get into it and, you know, you say what you got to say, I do have a, uh, a question for you after, but we'll leave that until, you know, you express your opinions. Sounds good. All right, so Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC, remind uh basically $30 American, $40 Canadian for us. That's why he's at $40. Um mm -hmm. this piece of DLC for me personally was incredibly disappointing. So the pros of it I would say are refined combat. You got to play as some characters that you couldn't play as previously. Uh they added some really good battles in there, uh, especially the data battles which were just super challenging boss fights. And then we have um a, a really cool battle with Kyrie and Sora, which was great. I, I really enjoyed that. And then there was a battle with all the other Keyblade wielders uh, fighting together, which was really cool too. Unfortunately, as soon as you start this DLC, you get a 30-minute cutscene, okay? And then about, I want to say 90% of this piece, piece of DLC, which took me three and a half hours to complete, 90% mm -hmm. of it was cutscenes, old battles from the uh, the end of the base game just rehashed and then we got into i don't know some a few battles that were new but not really new you were just able to use different characters so for me my biggest issue was number one the length of it so three and a half hours is not a, a lot of content considering we're talking about a 30 to 40 piece of dollar piece of dlc and then on top of that my other issue is it's not three and a half hours of gameplay. A lot of that was cutscenes and cutscenes that we've already seen. So yeah. my issues go like I understand that some people may play this piece of DLC and say, hey, man, it's worth the money. It's amazing. Brings a lot of value. But I really get what the complaints were about. You know, this piece of DLC had a lack of content, recycled content, and it really wasn't that long. So to me, if I were to rate this piece of DLC, I would give it a 5 out of 10. Oof. Yeah, and I'm a huge fan of Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. So, and you know, when I was looking at IGN, they gave it a 6.0, and the guy who reviewed it is the, you know, the Kingdom Hearts fan of, of IGN, like the main guy. So I know that I'm not alone in saying this, and honestly, just it was so disappointing. I was really disappointed, really didn't offer much up. In fact, all it did was ask more questions than anything. It answered few questions, but asked bigger questions that we're not probably not getting the answers for for years to come. That's really my thoughts on it. Yeah, so I was actually going to ask you, and I think you probably already answered um, just with that statement, that final statement, uh, for the amount that you've paid for it. Is that it? They're not going to bring in any, you know, like a part two to it or anything like that? That's it? They have said they have no plans to make any more DLC, and I believe them when they say that because they're working on two other games. Yeah. And now my other question, because the, the things that I have seen is is that your opinion has been 
the common one and that a lot of people um, a lot of fans have expressed this opinion. Have they given their, uh, has the developer given their feedback on it? Square Enix said anything? Not at all. Man, they're just advertising it like normal. Um, I don't think they're they're hurt by this. I mean, Kingdom Hearts fans, is, and that's the thing, right? I, I just complained about it, right, Gino? But the yeah. thing is, if they dropped the second DLC, I would end up buying it. But I don't know that I would pay full price this time around. I would say maximum, it'd have to be on sale. And the value of this DLC to me is at most worth ten to fifteen dollars. So yeah, I paid for it. Yeah, uh, th that's super disappointing. Again, like we were speaking, um, I believe it was last week that this conversation of DLC, and once again, it came up. They didn't nail it, right? I think three yeah. and a half hours for thirty dollars is frankly not worth it. And the fact that a lot of it is just cutscenes—that sucks. That sucks big time. And and I don't think a whole lot of people are going to be very excited. And I think. I would like to see Square kind of maybe acknowledge it at the very least or just do some some goodwill, you know, at least explain it, right? Because if you're thinking that and the majority of people are thinking that, then that's a problem on them. Yeah, and the the thing is too, it's it the reviews show, right? These reviews are yeah. coming out and man, they're not good. Not good at all. And rightfully so. I hope, I really hope that if they ever do attempt DLC in the future, which I believe they will, if they add more content, like, come on. I think a $40 or $30 piece of DLC should be minimum 10 hours long. Because mm -hmm. the, the no, game yeah, of course. is 60 bucks when it releases. If you're charging like half that for three and a half hours, that's insanity. I don't understand how that even makes sense. And I know length does not equal value or, or dollars spent. But at the same time, if you're going to rehash all going to be cutscenes that are actually in the base game majority of them are what's the point man i don't i don't get it i get what you mean too by saying uh it doesn't necessarily equal that but i'll go on the opposite end if it's if it's bad then you're just like what did i spend that on i didn't even get good content and it wasn't even very long no. right and if it's good you're just gonna feel like man i wish i would gotten more on this like you're still gonna feel empty so um it i i I think it kind of sucks that regardless that they charge that much for such a short, even if at least if it was good, it was something, but the fact that it's disappointing and it's short, that really sucks. Yeah, absolutely. I don't recommend it. If you guys are wondering, and if you haven't decided based off of all the reviews, I'd say at most buy it on sale. Otherwise just forget it. It's not even where it doesn't even like it, it doesn't add much to the story to be quite honest with you. It just creates more questions that really don't make sense. The story is not coherent to begin with. So this on top just makes it more confusing. So I, I think we'll end it with that. I mean, I have nothing else yeah. to add on that. Um, no, sounds good. So really cool uh, piece of news. So the free games for the month of February on PlayStation specifically interest me a lot. Bioshock Collection. That's a big one. I don't know if you guys have played Bioshock. I don't know if you've played Bioshock, Gino, but I can tell you Bioshock is top tier gaming. I'll tell you, uh, especially Bioshock Infinite. You would really enjoy that game. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny when I saw it, I actually got really excited because um, it's something I always wanted to play and never got around to it. And it's actually funny because about a month ago or, or I think it was around um, Christmas time, I kind of was looking at it. I was like, it'd kind of be interesting to try it out. And then sure enough, now it's... Uh, it's coming for free, so I'm definitely going to download it and definitely going to check it out.
I was on the fence about buying it so many times, man. I'm so glad I waited. Yeah. And uh, I, what's the other game? There was one other game. No way. Bioshock Collection. Oh, Sims 4. I'm not a Sims fan. What about you? Um, My girlfriend loves Sims. I think Sims is... I've never played it on console. I've, I've played around with it a little bit on, on, um, on PC. And I've played around with it a little bit on a demo engage if you remember that console. i do remember it, that console yeah. yeah so um i think it's just best best suited for um for for pc i remember watching my girlfriend uh, i believe she played it a little bit on on an xbox 360 and it was just i don't think and maybe i could be totally wrong i would love to know from uh, sims fans um it doesn't look as easy to interact with because you just don't have access to the mouse and maybe like i just don't remember it was so long ago but i'm wondering if maybe the joystick works with it i I probably you know um i'll probably want to you know i'm gonna look into it and at least find out um but i think those games are just naturally best suited on the pc so if you definitely have a pc you can get those games pretty cheap and i'd say look at that but if you i mean you enjoy playing it on uh on console definitely that's that's great it's a free it's a free edition so yeah you know whatever it's worth giving a shot if you have ps plus i know xbox has some free games as well neither of them truthfully interest me i don't know what do you think of them uh isle of man what's it called isle isle of man you know what that is what it's a motorcross oh my god (laughs) (laughs) we got that what did we get that last month no that was goat simulator We, we got a different one Okay. No, we got it. We did get a motocross game, but I think it was in December. Um, the yeah. one on there that kind of interested me is Call of, I think it's Cthulhu. Yeah, I, I believe right. it's. Yeah, um, I always kind of wondered about that game, but it is a horror game. It's a spooky game. I'm not really a spooky game guy, Neither but I. I will say, on the other side, they also have two games coming um, from you know from backwards compatibility. If you have never played um, Star Wars Battlefront, the original, play it. It is amazing. It is a really, really, really quality game. So I can't recommend. When I saw that, I, I, I liked that more than the other games on the list. Yeah. Um, I can't recommend that game enough. That game is fantastic. It is fantastic. I, I don't know if it'll have online access. Do you know if they'll be able to? If that uh, unless the servers are still up. Yeah. Or yeah. Um, if it doesn't, that that's kind of disappointing because I did play that a lot online and it was a really, really fun. Um, that is a great game. That is a great game. I can't recommend that one enough. That might be the best of the bunch. Well, I mean, it is going to be free for anyone yeah. uh, who, who doesn't mind going back a generation. But speaking of generations, and, and this is kind of uh, a topic I've been thinking about when it comes to the next generation consoles, and we're talking about the PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, or whatever else uh, model they're going to bring out, and the Nintendo uh, Switch Pro, if that's actually a thing. Um, we got a lot of features this generation, some that um, were new, a lot that carried on from last generation that were introduced at the end of the gen. Um, and it made me think about what would we want like what are you looking for in the next gen consoles aside from graphics and and all that stuff i mean features like kind of like when i say features i mean like party chat backwards compatibility Mm -hmm. uh shit like that is there any specific features that you would love your devices to do that don't do right now 
Um, I, I would like to, to see um, maybe a, a, a cleaner um, user interface. I know some people really like the, the, the PlayStation one. Um, and it's not to say that it's bad. I think it's fine. But I think there's a lot of potential there to, to fix it up. I know it's very similar to the PS3s. And I would just like it to be a little bit more different, maybe a little bit more poppy. Um, I do know with the themes and stuff, you can kind of do that, but like, I like that. I like that stuff. I like the, the little bells and whistles and the, and the, and the, the smaller details like that. Um, I would like to see, um, apps maybe be a little bit better integrated. Um, you know, they're there, but they're there, they're fine, but I just, just a little bit, maybe more integrated. I don't even know how else to say it. It's just, just a little bit more visible and things like that. Um, one thing I would like to see, I would like to see, um, PlayStation now be a little bit more integrated and, um, you know, a little bit, uh, not like, you know how game passes game Pass is right in that ecosystem. Yeah. Um, you almost, you very much identify Xbox live with Xbox game pass now. And I would like to see, um, that a little bit more with playstations. You know, I really feel like PlayStation could learn a lot from Xbox. I know they're the leaders. Yeah. I know that they're the leaders. But I feel like um, aside from their first party exclusive, which is really why they're leading. Let's be honest. That is yes. the, the only reason why a PlayStation is leading. It's not because of their power, because they are not the most powerful. It's not because of their features, because they actually lack the features that, that the Xbox has. It's because of their exclusive. Their first party exclusive is single-handedly leading them this generation. And how long can you really, you know, just hold on to that for? You know what I mean? Game yeah, Pass 100%. is a great thing. PS Now came before Game Pass, but PS Now was really expensive. And still to this day, is quite, from my experience, it sucks. I run on a gigabit network through Ethernet. So it's hardwired into my PlayStation. It runs like garbage. It is not a good wow. service. PS Now sucks. I'll tell you that right now. I've not used xCloud, so I can't talk on that. But in terms of Game Pass, it you can download games. There are brand new games that come up there. There are games that are have been out for a short period of time that go on there. And it's, it's just so diverse in terms of the catalog for such a reasonable price that I would love to see PlayStation do the same thing. I'm not saying they have to drop their games day and date on there. That's okay. I understand they want to make their money through sales, which is fine. But mm -hmm. I'd love to see them, like you said, integrate it more into the PlayStation ecosystem and kind of put it at the forefront rather than just yeah. having it at the back of, by the way, we have this kind of situation rather than saying, hey, this is a service we have. It's an exceptional service. We want you guys to really dive into this. And if they tied it into PS Plus, somehow, I feel like people would be more likely to jump in. No, I agree. Absolutely. Totally. And I, I do um, feel backwards compatibility is another thing. PlayStation has to get it. Has to. Oh, it's yeah. not a, it's not a question of, of is it worth their time? No, no. They have to bring backwards compatibility and not just on to PS4. I'm saying they need to bring cross-gen like PS1 to PS5. That would be ideal. If they do that, this is in the bag for them. That's my thoughts on PlayStation. Wow. That's really all I want. With the integration of social networking and the PlayStation now being integrated with uh, PS Plus, all they need to do is bring in that backwards compatibility and that is exceptional. That is perfect. I would want nothing more from PlayStation. Mm -hmm. No, it, it, for sure. And it, I, I can't agree with you any more than that. I think you nailed it all. Um, 
I think, uh, yeah, exactly. They are ahead and they can learn a lot. And um, doing those little steps, in, and I do think backwards compatibility is going to be fairly diverse. It'll be as diverse as however Xbox does it. If Xbox is, is completely diverse, they will do the same. I, if Xbox is not, I don't think they will either. So um, being the leaders, they're, they're in a position where they can kind of watch. So I'm hoping, I'll put, the, I'll put the onus on Microsoft on this one. Make everything compatible so PlayStation follows suit. Yeah, they have to. I feel like, you know, logically, if they don't, people are going to look at them and be like, you know what, this is ridiculous. This is anti-consumer in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Those are my thoughts on PlayStation. In terms of Xbox, I think they need to do the exact opposite. I think they need to focus on first-party games. I think they need to give us a reason to buy their consoles. Features-wise, I think they're there. No, I agree with you 100%. 100%. But that was their biggest issue with this with this generation as a whole i don't think it, like they were so on the ball with updating the dashboard and quality of life improvements they were on it like every year they were doing it almost too much think about it they've done how many have they done they've done at least four to five right yeah. playstation hasn't done a single one so that's it, what's crazy yeah it's crazy so they have done everything they've been super consumer friendly it's just been the games that's all it's been for them they don't need to worry about that. They just need to continue what they're doing, but they just need to bring out those games that people care about. And yeah. you're right, man. Honestly, PlayStation, like <laughs> you, you talked about the UI, man. You guys haven't updated your UI in like four or five years. Are you kidding me? Bro, that's kind of yeah. crazy. I think that's that's messed up, man. Like you should be making your user interface better. Like you should be like, okay, we're going to add more stuff to it. They were taking shit away. They took Facebook integration away, man. Yeah. They're taking what are you That's NHL? Really you're taking things away now, and later you're like, oh, a brand <laughs> oh new God, feature. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. Google on a whole tangent about that. No, man. That's what I mean, though. It's crazy. And then you got Microsoft. In all fairness, they are updating too much, but I don't know if you've seen their latest dashboard. It's definitely their best one, in my opinion. Aside mm -hmm. from the whole snapping thing, which I really enjoyed. That's that is right now their current dashboard is their best one. But PlayStation right. needs to needs to do some evolution, man, or evolving. Uh, in their user interface man that shit's been the same since the psp man like do you know how yeah. long ago the psp is bro like that's a long time ago and you guys are basically running off the foundation of what the psp is i feel like they're getting too comfortable in terms of features in terms of uh updating their their user interface i feel like all they're worried about the, is the games which is great but quality mm -hmm. of life stuff is important too um very much so i have nothing to add in terms of xbox and playstation um, but I, I, if you're done with them, I would love to talk about Nintendo. Yeah, let's do it. So what do you got to say about Nintendo? Uh, I think, I think Nintendo has a lot they need to work on. Um, obviously first party games are not their issue. They've got some of the best around, but their, you know, their dashboard needs so much work. It hasn't changed, um, since the since its inception and we're talking they haven't changed any themes it's still white and black since the wii um, really they've been running off the same type of interface right kind of similar um you, you did see like with the 3ds they did do at, at the very least like different backgrounds and like stickers you could add and, and things like that which if you're into that it's great at, at, at the very least it's something right with the switch they've done nothing and it, it and it's getting boring. You know what I mean? There's no yeah. way. There's no other way around it. But I would say even more so, they need to re 
haul and and completely fix up the eShop. The eShop is horrid. The eShop, all it is is just a stack of games, and it just goes in order, order of which ones are released. So none of those games ever get any spotlight because if you're out, so many games are just coming to Switch, right? A lot of ports and and things like that, and a lot of indie titles, and, and they're just they're just burying they're barricading on top of each other. And you admit, if you don't go look on it for a week, you will not find something that was released. There's just so much coming out, and there's not really a good way that to check it out. I think the best way is we see is a lot of the publishers have been just putting their games on ridiculous deals so that they just pop from what my understanding. That's the only they've kind of figured out that if they put a really good deal on, it'll just pop up right on the on the the best deals section. And that's the way they've been doing to kind of get some attention. There's no kind of form of advertising really like like you see on the other ones, um, on the other consoles. There's nothing. There's just nothing there. Like I, I, I don't know why they haven't addressed it. And I guess when you just sell 30 million units, you don't really have to do that much when you do it so quick. Um, they're at 50 million now, by the way. They're at 50 million. Oh, my God. Jesus. I thought they were at 30. Maybe I misread that. No, man. Um, yeah, 50. If, I'm, if I 50. may have misread, misread it, but I'm yeah. pretty sure they have 50 Regardless, they're, they're, they sold more than the Xbox One. So In like less time. time. I don't know. Half, was half it half? The yeah. Time. It's been half the time. So I get it. That, you know, um, you're focusing on your first party stuff, but people have been complaining about it and it is annoying. And and people are rightfully not annoying. People are not annoying. Nintendo not acknowledging it is annoying. And in it makes me hate going on the eShop. That is one of the reasons why I buy a lot of them, the games physically, because I hate going on the eShop. Um, I would like to see some deals. I get it. They don't put their their first party games on deals that much. But if the game's been out for a couple years, I would like to see more of an incentive. They had this great incentive where um, you could buy like tickets. You'd buy two tickets. Um, it would be for any um, full price game. Um, and you would get like a $10 discount and they did that for a little bit and they just stopped doing that. So there's, there's not just not a whole lot going on and they don't even really have, they barely update the avatars. They've added only a handful since launch. Just do something, man. Make it fun. Like, it's just not fun. Um, your games are great, but I have no reason to be on there. If I, the minute I don't have something to play on there, I do not go on there. So like, before buying Pokemon Shield, I hadn't really played my Switch in almost a year. There's just it's just, and it was bland. I didn't really want to look at it. Um, the other thing, I would I get it. They're trying to do, um, you know, their old games as as like kind of a a subscription type service. There's just not a whole lot even there for that. I don't. They barely add SNES games. You know what I mean? And it's just at the rate they're going, we're already three years in the life cycle. Like, I don't know how long it's going to be before we get Wii titles or GameCube titles. You know what I mean? Are they going to bring Game, game Boy titles? Like, how is this going to work? You know what I mean? So I would like a little bit more transparency on that front and maybe a little bit more. And I know they don't do that. But, and I know I'm kind of going on for a little too long here. But just they I think there needs to be an overhaul because people are getting irritated. <laughs> people want to give you money for these things. Give them an opportunity to do so. People want to play them. I really feel like Nintendo is ten years behind in infrastructure. Yeah, totally. Like, their their like their catalog when it comes to Nintendo's like history is unmatched, unmatched. I would say PlayStation's second to that, but Nintendo in, in PlayStation's in the same boat. Man, you guys need to utilize 
your your history, your catalog. Man, if can you imagine if Nintendo put up all their games, right? Or at least made an effort to put up two games from each generation every month. That's reasonable. Mm-hmm. Even one game, right? Of every generation. The Switch is capable of running every single uh, console's you know, like the NES up until the Wii U, the Switch can run all that stuff. Why are you guys not putting it up there? People will pay for this. You know what I mean? Like oh, it's, it's money that will be made. And not just that, it would be nice for consumers to have that that access to all these games, right? How nice would it be to be able to buy GameCube games? It would be amazing. I know a lot of people would be so into that, especially because you can actually use your GameCube controllers on the Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. So it's just crazy to me how this is not being done. It's such a missed opportunity, man. And it's just online. strange. It's just strange to me at this yeah. point. Yeah, it's backwards, right? It's, right? it's just yeah. It's just it's 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 odd, and it doesn't make sense. And I and I wonder what the actual reason is because the th- the thing that I'm wondering is let's say by the time all these games come out, right? By the time let's let's just play devil's advocate, they release one platforms a year including gamecube and ds okay well consoles last seven to eight years max so by the time you release everything you're gonna bring out a new console let's call it the switch 2 in this yeah are you gonna restart with nothing i hope not man. and then build again from zero and then the first year and then bring just nes titles and then snes titles like how is this gonna work i don't understand the catalog's never gonna grow like that, right? No. And that's kind of what they, they did from the Wii to the to the Switch, right? It's like yeah. fuck you. I mean, who cares what you paid for on the Wii U and the Wii? Because on Nintendo Switch, you're paying for that shit all over again. Yeah. I I just hope they do something. There's just so much missed opportunity with the eShop and and everything. And I wonder if indie devs have complained enough about it. Because their games don't, they, you know, it's already hard enough to sell an indie game. It's really, and th- that is a perfect help. platform for it, and that doesn't help. Not at all. And you know, on the topic of Nintendo, I think uh, Switch Pro, when we're talking about a Switch Pro, I know this is hypothetical because we there's no confirmation that there is a Switch Pro. But what I would love to see is the ability, so like if they're going to make a Switch Pro handheld, I understand that's the whole point of the Nintendo Switch. So I feel like that's a feature that has to always be included. And then maybe um, the console where it, it connects into you, like you, you dock it, mm-hmm. adds a, a substantial amount of power to it. I feel like that's the only way it would make sense. Yeah. Right? I think they need to make it, I don't know how it'll work either because I, I just don't know, is it possible to build something like that? Is it possible to to have like a GPU in that dock where it connects and all of a sudden it's like you get the substan- substantial amount of power? Because I feel like they need it going into next gen. They have to yeah. have more power. I think the, the the prevailing theory with this is that um, that it's going to be a TV only thing. And I'll go back to what we had discussed, and I thought that there were the plan was to make it go switch light and then to switch pro. But from my understanding, it's not seamless. Like if you were to transfer, like if you had a, you know, the regular switch and you want to switch light as well, uh, to switch your account back and forth, I think it takes a little bit of work, um, which is not gonna, which is isn't gonna work. If no. it was seamless, it would be great, right? Like okay, you can only have one on at a time. That's fine, right? But if I'm playing on the Switch Pro, and then let's say I'm, I'm, you know, 
going, you know, taking public transit to work. Well, and I want to, you know, play that. It should be able to go on right away, but it doesn't. And I, from my understanding, is it, it takes a long time to convert, and then you got to re-download, and then you got to make it your prime. Like it's 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 a long process. So there's so, no point. No, it's either no you're going to have so, a pro or you're going to have a yeah. A and I think where you have to commit to one. So that'd be fine I'm for me, of, but for somebody like you, it would yeah it would be pointless. Like, I like playing it both ways, right? I I do. I like playing it on a commute, and I like playing it at home. So. Um, I don't really know how it's going to work. And I'm, I'm really curious to see if it does come, what's the power range going to be on that? Um, is it going to be good enough at a base level, uh, PS4, Xbox one, or is it going to be able to run PS5 and Xbox series X games, that would which be... then now you which would be great. And it should be that way, but I don't, the regular switch probably won't be able to play those games. So then That's... how does that work? And that conversation which is again, that we back had... what we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. That that what you had told me we talked about this before you said basically they won't be playable on the other products if the pro is so much more powerful that it can play these next gen games and that's the truth that's the reality of it man so it almost creates a barrier for nintendo because marketing a product like you said with the new 3ds do you remember that you said they made like three games for it yeah it It just didn't didn't do well and i feel like that's a problem i don't know i honestly don't know i think nintendo's in a weird boat they seem to be doing well, but I feel like if they lose third-party support, it's going to hurt them this, a lot. This console generation, like, launch, I think 2021, um, I think 2020 they'll be fine because not everyone's going to jump on next-gen consoles right away just because, you know, they're not that available. Um, and I think they'll be fine this holiday season, especially with, you know, probably a, a big title or so. I think 2021 will be really interesting because I think that's when you're going to see a lot of people jump on the next generation consoles. And I think that's when they've really got to make a decision on, on what they do. So do you think you'll be picking up a next gen console day one, or is that just not happening? I don't think so. Um, not with the backwards compatibility and I still have a lot of stuff I want to play and I don't anticipate being able to get through everything. Um, right away and plus i i'm always worried about um consoles on the day one you know having issues um i even had it i i always kind of hesitated on doing it and then for the switch i said i'm gonna do it day one i've never done it before let's do it and i had issues i had joy con issues so and i get that's still going on right now but it's definitely a lot better now yeah um, and i bought another separate set of joy cons which work great um but my other ones are still, and I'm going to send them to Nintendo. I keep meaning to do it. And I haven't gotten around to it, but um, I'm hesitant on it. And I'm going to wait. Honestly, I might even wait long enough to see a bit of a price drop. And have my my plan in my head is to wait at least till five significant games come out on it. That That's I'll a good play. point, man. Yeah. How about you? What are you thinking? You know, the the thing is, I could say something today and, and launch day, man. The hype gets to me so much. Like, look yeah, at Kingdom Hearts tough. 3, bro. I bought that shit for th- uh, $40, man. I said, no, I'm yeah. going to wait on a sale. And then, you know, pre-ordered it. I'm telling... Uh, my, my answer now is that I would like to wait at least a year. But yes. depending on what kind of deals happen up until then, that could change. And especially if GameStop does some sort of trade-in deal where you trade in your ps4 pro and you get 100 bucks off 150 bucks off i'm just gonna look at yeah. it as, that's almost like as good as waiting for a deal do you know what i mean yeah that is true that, that is, that is true I, I, I can see my tell myself that and then i think about that 
And I go, man, I'm not sure. Because then I'm thinking, oh, well, you just sell it to a pawn shop. I'm going to sell it to a pawn shop and get $30 for it. No, Pretty thank much. you, right? So, yeah, especially I think if it plays backwards compatibility games. Sorry. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut no, you no, off. No, no, go ahead. Um, I think a lot of people are going to trade in their PS4s right away and Xbox uh, Xbox Ones. And you're going to have to do it fast because that value is going to come down because there's going to be so many of them. And I think, you know, yeah. I, I, and, and, and there's the value of them is going to just come down. So you're not going to get that loss. So you might even, you might even have to, if you want them to get the maximum amount out of, uh, like we're talking GameStop in this. So if you want the maximum amount of credit, you're going to have to do that. Yeah. Day one, man, day one, you're going to yeah. have to. And that's exactly my thought process is they've already basically confirmed PS4 backwards compatibility. Why mm-hmm. do I need my PS4 pro? Exactly. If no, GameStop totally is right. willing to give me even a hundred dollars for my PS4 pro, I will do it. A hundred dollars for my PS4 Pro, 20 bucks a controller. I have three controllers, depending. I don't know if these controllers are going to be without buying that stupid attachment that I have no interest in. If they are usable, I'll keep the remotes. If not, I'll just trade everything in. Give me 20 bucks controller, 100 bucks for the the console. I'd do it. I think you're going to need the attachment if you're going to do that. Ah, Fuck that. Depending on. I don't Bro, Did you see how ugly it is, though? It's not about that. It's about accessibility to next gen hardware. I think no, man, I'd rather go, just right? buy the official Instead of ones. paying a hundred dollars for another controller, you know, you pay whatever. However, you I don't pay know thirty dollars because that's you so pay much. Thirty dollars for the, and you just plunk it in the back, and then you're just good to go, right? It does not look comfortable, man. It actually looks so bulky when I saw it. It just reminds me of the keyboard that used to go on the 360 controllers. Oh, I used to love like, that keyboard. Like, why horrible, am I using this? It, it was horrible, but I loved it. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I I don't think, I think if GameStop does a good deal, I'll do it. Because it's just like, it, it's almost as good as a sale. Do you know what I mean? And, That's true. Bro, are we really going to hook back up our PS4s? I know you got a Nintendo 64 hooked up, but that's totally different. Yeah, that's, that is, yeah. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. It, like I'm saying this, and I could totally change my mind, right? I don't even with the PS5. Maybe it's not good, and I get an Xbox, and I do that with the Xbox. Like I have no idea, right? And there's no way to really know. So, um, until Bro, we you know. see we it, know. we know. We're you, both getting you, PlayStation Fives. We're not getting Xbox. I'm, I'm, I'm really like I'm. I'm a little skeptical, right? I, I, I'm, you know, but I do understand the reality of the situation that if it is backwards compatible. Um, you have to do, you're going to have to commit, right? It's either if now or never at that point. Now or never, because you, because you're not going to, you're not going to get, you know, six months down the road, you're going to get half the value of that. Yeah. So that's a good point, man. And, and that's kind of how we got our switches anyway with the Wii U trade. And so, yeah, oh, totally. That's what's I'm banking on that. If not, I would like to think I can wait a year. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, Gino, do you have anything going on uh, or, or any, any games that you're playing? As of right now, or have uh, you been too busy? I am in the process of downloading Watch Dogs 2's demo. So the demo was three hours of the beginning of the game. Um, I played a little bit of it, and I didn't enjoy it. But I don't think I gave it the proper due. So because I was like, I wanted to play it so I could play Horizon Zero Dawn. And then I just said, why am I playing this? Why am I, I wanted to beat it and then play Horizon Zero Dawn, I should say. But I hadn't even started it. So I started playing and I was like, what am I doing to myself? Forget this. <laughs> I'm just going to play Horizon Zero Dawn. So obviously I've played Horizon Zero Dawn now and I have nothing. So um, in terms of gameplay, so 
I'm going to try it. I'm going to give it a fair shot. It's the first three hours. I, I actually didn't mind the first Watch Dogs, and I am kind of interested in the third one. Um, and the second one's always on sale. So if I think I like it, I'm going to pick it up. So yeah. I'm definitely going to try it. I'm going to give it a good chance. Three hours, I'll know for sure. Okay, fair enough. I never played the second one, man. The first one I thought was okay, but I had no desire to play the yeah. second one. Uh, maybe if you it was a free anything? game, I'd play it. Um, yeah, 100%. As of right now, I'm finishing up the Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC, which yeah. is just those data battles, man. I got three left. They're really challenging. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. And I'm platinuming Kingdom Hearts 3, which I have one trophy left, guys. So by next week, I'll definitely have a platinum. I'm hoping by tomorrow I have a platinum. Um, other than that, I do need to play some DBZ Kakarot. Um, I'm working on a series, Final Road Final Fantasy VII Remake, which I'd like to continue. And that's really it. Look out for that. Yeah, man. Honestly, I really am liking that series, and yeah, people seem to be liking cool. it. But unfortunately, I, I kind of neglected it a little bit. Um, outside of that, that's it. That's really it. Um, should we give our socials? Yeah, let's do it. All right, you can get me uh, or catch me. You can catch, not get me. You can't get me. I'm priceless, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can uh, watch me uh, uh, or even contact me on on YouTube.com/slash nixne. Um, and I'm also on Twitter at underscore N-I-X-N-E. Um, and I, I post a lot of RPG-related content um, outside of this podcast. If you're into RPGs, Final Fantasy, Kingdom Hearts, anything RPG-related, you love my channel, come over and check it out. Um, and we also do this podcast on video, which I should have said at the beginning. And uh, you can get that over at youtube.com slash N-I-X-N-E as well. And we're on seven different podcasting platforms. As I said before, if you come across this in a video and there's a podcast platform that you listen to on regularly, let us know in the comments. We'll put it up there as well. Um, that pretty much is it for me. Gino, share your socials. Instagram, G-I-N-O-G-H-A-L. And on Twitter, it's the reverse. Gal Gino, G-H-A-L-G-I-N-O. You can catch me on there and uh, we'll uh, chat on hot takes. Sounds good. And, and you guys, I don't think anybody will, but you should go. And tell them to play Final Fantasy VII. You know, I should just post a separate video, bro. Just a separate video. Go to, to Gino on uh, on Twitter and Instagram and tell him to play. Just comment on all his posts saying, play Final Fantasy VII. That would be great. I'm going to. I'm going to. You comment that, but I'll play in like a few months. So it's, I was enough, always planning man. on it. You're, mm. You come and yell at me on there, play Final Fantasy VII. I was like, I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm waiting. I can't. I actually can't. <laughs> yeah man i guess uh we'll talk to you guys on uh on the next episode of nine of the heel games podcast thank you guys for joining us on this episode as well hey by the way if you guys want to leave us some questions in the comments see i should really say this stuff in the beginning don't you think i feel like like who's watching this to the end really though a lot of people just leave after after the topics they want to hear right i don't know Anyway, if you're if you're watching this or listening to this, you can you can leave us some messages on YouTube. Ask us some questions. From now on, I'm adding that to the introduction. I gotta write a Let's good introduction, it. bro. I gotta write yeah. a good one, and I'm leaving this in too. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if you were. I was like, are we off script? No, no, no. This no, is no, this on, is on the record. <laughs> this is on, on the, the record. record. <laughs> off record. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I'll add that next time to the beginning. You know, I could fucking add it to the to the to the beginning of of the podcast. Fucking just keep going just we'll do it now. anyway let us know in the comments if you have any questions suggest Gino a game because he still hasn't got a suggestion i will talk to you guys on the next one take care see you